When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chemist Warehouse June catalog sale is on now. Find a massive 30% off the Thompson's Vitamin range. This is Pacific Flair with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yes, indeed, we celebrate all things to do with Moana Pacifica in Super Rugby. Their chance for over the next 25 minutes or so to celebrate their rugby, their skill, their entertainment. And certainly it was one hell of an entertaining product on the weekend. The Fijian Drua. 47, Moana Pacifica, 46. Peter Alatini, did they bother to actually tackle each other or did they just decide that, (laughs) forget the tackling, it's too bloody brutal, we don't want to beat each other up too much, let's just play touch. To be honest, the the defence was pretty brutal as well, I I must admit, but um, good evening, always a pleasure to see you, uh, Wadi, and uh, talk all things to speaking to our listeners, but yeah, that's what I thought when I I originally saw the score, because I didn't see it live, but when I originally saw it, I went, oh man. No one tackled, um, so, so it was interesting to, to see. But when I saw it, there was some brutal defence as much as, uh, as as the attack they showed as well. Yeah, I, I mean, look, they didn't get the result done again, but it was entertaining. It was the way, I guess, William Webb Ellis envisaged the game being played when he first picked up a rugby ball and ran with it. And that is very much the brand of Fiji. It's very much the brand of Moana Pacifica. At times, I guess, we've been a little bit critical in previous years that perhaps there's not enough structure to it. But that's what you expect when those two teams meet each other. They just play to their natural intuition. Oh, but yes, for sure. What I think um, <laughs> right from the kickoff, I mean, I mean, Moana caught it and they, they, they went wide straight away and they uh, headways in. At the same time, when they lost it and it was reversed back to um, the Drua team, they did exactly the same. So it was very entertaining. I thought, again, a high level of skill right at the beginning. And then I think probably the last 10, 15, um, especially more so from, from Drua, they would have been very disappointed um, that they had that game uh, to get the bonus point and they didn't. Um, and they didn't see it out and capitalise. Instead, they got really sloppy. And Moana were good enough to capitalise and, and come back and nearly stole it at the end. Who impressed you on the weekend for Moana Pacifica? Is it the same set of players or did somebody else emerge this oh, week? The same set of players always do for me, but I did, I did see the rise. I, I thought, that, I thought the, the type five really put in some shift. I thought Ezekiel uh, Linda Mill. Uh, I thought X, X Mags boy. I thought he put in a big shift on the weekend. Um, and, and then uh, within the backs, uh, again, uh, Henry Tofu at 12, I thought he was really solid, and especially in defence you know, and, and just on good art straight running. That um, got them straight over the advantage line. So one more game left in the season, then I guess it's an opportunity to sort of sit down and reflect. Yeah, And look, I mean, if you look at it purely in terms of win-loss, it's a disaster of a season. Um, what... With, with the game remaining, I mean, what are some of the positives in your eyes? What, what some of the things that they can take away? I mean, there's always good, there's always bad. Yeah, and I think I think we've spoken about 
better on the show. I think that the biggest advantage that these kids would find is it's there's two years for a lot of them in the super level rugby. Two years that they've had, and, and depending on what their contract um, goes through in, in terms of the following year, there's, there's guys there that I, I kind of felt, oh, actually, I had to give a little bit of rope to some of the kids because I could see there was, there was some that are starting to, to bother. So does it mean that maybe in that third year, depending again with the coaching group that we have, that a lot of these kids will start to kind of hopefully flourish through? Um, I still feel like there's, there's got to be that space of who the marquee players will be for next year, if, if we've got investment for that. It'll be interesting to see where the um, franchise looks at that. Um, and then, yeah, and, and I think that's the biggest thing with this group is like, <laughs> there's, there's so many, there has been so much good, it's just they haven't been able to get the results. Mm. And, and again, I reckon it's four, four games they've had on the, on the line, that have that one or four, they could probably be looking at top eight <laughs> without the, the, the scoreboards going. But um, but it's just not to be, and, and, and that's fine, but it's what is going forward is, is the key for me in terms of uh, our bus uh, figure franchise. How much control do the coaching staff, former one and Pacific, have over the players then over, say, the next six or seven months before Super Rugby? We go into pre-season training again. We're, most of these players that imagine what are going to drop into MPC sides and uh, a number of questions here uh, Peter how much of a break do they have now but how important is it that they get back on the horse and maintain this momentum because it has been you know as you've mentioned the biggest struggle for them is just that maintaining that level of intensity it's such a short turnaround week in week out absolutely I think the, the biggest guys that they've been playing week in week out will be the guys that will probably get a break. And there's a few of those guys that probably go on. Um, they won't have too much a break, um, especially if they have international duties. So they'll be able to maintain that level. Um, and it's not too far out from, I suppose, there's only um, probably five rounds or, or, or so with club footy and heading into, before they head into playoffs. So for those guys that haven't, it'll be great for them to start heading into that, to lead into um, leading into their NPC if most of them are playing rep is just like I said that's, that's really important for them to just keep keep the momentum going of what they've learned straight into that, that space and then for some of them who knows that um, there may be injuries if they're not the first uh, required for the for the international squad um, for the World Cup but then maybe there may be a call in later down the season so it is important for them to, to keep on track of, 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 of uh, their play. Is there a danger for those players that have developed, those players that actually have responded in this environment to suddenly move into a new environment where perhaps the message is differently, where perhaps the uh, culture within the team is different? Uh, for some, It might be for some players, it, it might just be yeah. a, a further development and further growth. For others, it might just feel a little bit foreign and they take a step backwards. Yeah, and that's going to be just the nature of it, Otto, and I think... I really do. I like the for me in, in my head. I, I just think that these boys have had as hard as it's been. They've had two years of playing the best best teams around us in, in, in our hemisphere, um, week in week out. And for them to maximise, especially the thinking of if this is what you want to be as a pro player. How can I maximise my time while I'm here? So whatever that looks like in terms of going forward, is is it to play in, in NPC? Is it what is the next environment that I able to get to because I think that's where a lot of them will have to get to is understanding 
what goes, what suits for them and, and, and what's going to get them to perform at this level week in, week out. And that's, that's, that's a little challenge in itself for, for each respective player. We tend to think of Moana Pacifica as very much picking up players here out of New Zealand, but of course there's been a lot of former Wallabies and there has been an Australian influence in it. How much work has been done in terms of identifying talent in Australia and how important is the Australian playing market, if I can use that word, to Moana Pacifica? Well, it's, it's interesting, Margaret, because I, I suppose they haven't got enough talent to fill their own teams in the long anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it'll be, it'll be more, I suppose, um, and, and it's tough, but there's the guys probably in Japan, they may be just looking to, to, get, to come back and play Super Rugby, or is it the guys in, 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 um, in France or England that, that are, um, are tied to, to Samoa and Tonga and Fiji now that are that may be able to come through. I think we, we keep saying that there has to be an investment, um, you know, injection for to be able to land some of those players. But, but yeah, I, I think that, that those are really key. And it'll be interesting to see them, because I'm, I'm not sure how, how tied in, um, like we said, um, I know Kevin will have some contacts through probably, say, Kefru or, or maybe... Uh, and Aussie that they'll be they'll be talking with players there, and, and then I suppose Lala with his contacts, whether it be Japan or mm. Samoan players. So I'd say there'd, there'd be a there'd be that kind of conversation. I just don't know what steps they they kind of um, started those to really kind of build for for, for this year three of Monica yeah, I mean, there's been a number of players, uh, Leila Fano, uh, I think, see all a few guys that have come back and said, look, you know, I'm towards the end of my career, I'd like to uh, celebrate my heritage, I'd like to play for Moana Pacifica, and it's a nice and it's a great gesture, but it's not the solution in the long term, is it? No, no, no and I think we said that as well, we actually, we need, uh, and these guys, don't get me wrong, they've done what they do, but we, we need a few of those, probably around that 25, 26-year-old that uh, overseas, they're kind of uh, hardened, probably hardened professionals now, um, I'd say, and, and really to kind of um, step in and, and take kind of the reins, I suppose, with this group and really, really start to drive it. And I think it's, it's hard to just have two. I think we need, I know that's dependent on, on, on investment, but we do need a few more in that space to be able to drive the rest up to the level that's required. It is coming up to 16 minutes away from 8 o'clock. You are listening to Pacific Flair with Mark Watson, former All Black Peter Alatini. Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. We'll take a break and we'll come back with more. I'm better looking than Ricardo Ball, but not nearly as good looking as Peter Alatini. Anyway, we are talking Moana Pacifica. We are talking Pacific Flair celebrating that Super Rugby franchise. Uh, Peter, this weekend, final game of the round, they take a final game of the season for them. They take on the Waratahs. Waratahs currently sixth on the table. They can't move from there. They put out a relatively full-strength side against the Crusaders, which means they could end up uh, giving some of the marquee players a break before heading into the playoffs. But what are your expectations on Moana? What will be the goals for them? Oh, look, I think the, the performance they've been giving, especially in last week, they're just not put themselves, for me, it's just putting themselves, I suppose, in a position to actually be competitive and in a position to actually win the game. That's that's probably the, the measure that I see. I just, I just, I've heard of the games where I've watched them and then, it's got to a point and you can just see they just haven't they haven't been able to dig themselves or, or, or done enough to, to compete in that game. So put themselves in that position and then, you know, 
<laughs> Hopefully, maybe the lucky last quarter, maybe the lucky last will be able to pull off a win to finish off the season. How difficult is it though planning when you sit down, you go through your video, mm. you're looking at your opposition, you're sort of talking about the way they do, the way they set up defensively, areas that you can exploit. How difficult is it when sides are constantly chopping and changing players every week? Yeah, <laughs> that is tough. That is tough, and I think it's, it's, it works. It can work in your favour, and, and, and not really, but especially for those teams. And, and I think I've been hearing, you know, as, as the better teams go into this next phase how important momentum is. So what does that look like for them going into this game? Um, how much do they need to take at this game to then perform in, in, in their next game um, in, in the first quarter final, knowing that it's a straight one-off, um, you know, you lose your out. Um, so so it is, it is tough, but I think the way in mind, I'll probably, you know, just in my opinion, design this, knowing that, that as is gone, they've, they've got a few guys that, that will be leaving, it'll be... I suppose there's, there's that emotional part that, you know, they're going to lose their leader that started the journey with them. And so it'd be, it'd be kind of, in a way, how can they kind of use that emotion but in a controlled way to really put out a performance that, that will stand up as a, um, you know, um, well after all the services that he's done from one of our speakers. Yeah, and Levi Amour, of course, having signed with the Crusaders, we've had that discussion, don't agree with that, don't agree with the Crusaders being able to do it, don't uh, like the fact that New Zealand rugby or those running this competition have uh, done nothing to prevent that from happening um, because I think, you know, he, he is that one guy that has genuinely stood up. I think he's that X-factor player and they can certainly, a guy that you'd love to keep in the environment to try and build a team around, but it is what it is. It's market forces. We've discussed that every week, Peter, and that is the one big challenge, mm. one of the bigger challenges facing uh, Moana Pacifica. Uh, in terms of um, Aaron Major, um, it's, it, has he lost the dressing room? Will, will the players want to go out there and send him off in style? Or is there, I think, is there genuine maybe I think some discontent behind the scenes there? No, I probably have, and maybe have lost this, but it, I think you still have that part to play that you would. I think he's done enough to earn from, from the players to send him off the best way possible um, after leading him for the last couple of years. So I don't think it'll be that kind of disconcerting. I think the boys will, will kind of. But, you know, now that together to, to really finish on a high for for as and, and give them the respect Jerry's I think that's that's my opinion. I'm, I'm I don't reckon the fact that whatever they want to put whatever they may have based um alongside each other to the side to really kind of just, just end the season a while and, and send their leaving players uh, as and Levi um away away, you know, in a respectful way. Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Peter Alatini, who is your DHL Super Rugby Pacific, Moana Pacifica player of the round? I've, um, I spoke about him before. I thought he did a lot of work that was unnoticed. Ezekiel uh, Lindemann. I thought he tried to uh, stand the X-Mags on my head. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Dusk on the walls and the twilight <laughs> and lingering. Anyway, yep. <laughs> yep. So I thought he did really well. It was good to see him um, in there. Yeah, that, that was the school song, by the way. Um, okay, and, and Peter, uh, <laughs> your DHL Super Rugby Pacific player of the round. We're probably looking at the Blues, aren't we here? Oh, I was, mate, but I didn't. I mean, I only saw all the shorts to it, and, and I know there's the special, I mean, four tries to Tillia's um, awesome. I know Bryce Heem had a fantastic game. I think the guy needs 
needs a serious crack in that jersey every time he's played. He's, he's been awesome. But I just flipped it to the Fiji team, and, and there's one guy that stood out for Drua, and it was their centre, Ilsefo Mussi, and he scored three tries. Um, Pace, and I think he's got, I think, a total of about nine tries in the tournament. He's a he's a he's a he's a, he's a um, game breaker, game changer, and um, we wonder. I'm, I'm really interested to see how he goes in international, where you know with Fiji for come up because he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Mm. What just on that? And I, I should just sorry, I should just say too the DHL Super Rugby Pacific catch the action live on Sky Sport or get tickets at SuperRugby.co.nz. <laughs> you know the drawer. Um, we've talked about why they're possibly further along. Uh, the performance chart than say Moana Pacifica. What can Moana Pacifica learn from the Drua? And do the Drua showing Moana Pacifica what can be done given time? Yeah, I think so. But I think one of the key pieces is, is that Drua have got a, a good home base and they know their people are behind them um, and are supporting them, especially when they're home. You know, we haven't really got that. We haven't been able to get that from Moana. So, so for me, Drua has got the identity piece um, landed down pat in terms of where they are, how they play, and, and just kind of, you can see how connected they are. I mean, besides skills, and, and those things are all coachable. Um, I feel like they, you can tell they're a real tight unit team that, that are performing uh, accordingly, when, especially when they play at home. So, so I think for us, is where is that place that's going to give us, give us that, that, that oneness? We, we talked about all that stuff at the beginning was fine, but I'm saying when 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 they, when they start to have the challenges like they had this year, how do we bring this group back to somewhere that's really deep and rooted to us as one plus figure to push through and get the results? Peter Alatini, I was going to bring up Mount Abergrammy, but they got flogged by Calston. Talking of specific flair, Calston flogged If you want, if you want to see specific flair, you go and watch Calston boys and Kings had a win too. So well done to your mob. I know, we skipped by one, mate, but we'd love for both of the because listen, you guys have got listen next week, and we've got you know, the famous Auckland Grammar. Yeah, and then um, a, a, a Sacred, Sacred Heart might just be the team to beat, though, this year, getting up over St. Peter's. Uh, Peter, as always, lovely to have you on the programme, my good man. Have I told you you're my favourite, eh? You're a good-looking man. I think I've said that to you before. <laughs> the only thing missing off your resume is that man, the first 15, mate. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Coming up to 8 o'clock, you're listening to SCNZ.